Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Off Grid Pros podcast. How's it going, guys? I've had better starts to podcasts, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Um, when we record these podcasts, we usually, you know, it maybe takes like 30 minutes to get started just because, you know, like we want to make sure we know what we're talking about and uh, everything's clear, mics are good, all kind of stuff. We've spent about um, an hour and 15 minutes working on Keneally's mic. So it's been a great start to this one. Can't wait to jump into it. We actually do have a fun, a fun episode today. Uh, it's a little bit different than what we've been talking about because today is all about cooking what what a great day to talk about food am i right yes no? cool. it's, the best. it's the best day <laughs> i'm so glad you guys are so jazzed about it i can't wait um so anyways thanks so much for listening in uh if you haven't checked out our last podcast our last uh last episode that one was about water um so that's it. Something I think that most times people don't really think about necessarily as much because it's something we take for granted when um, living connected to the grid. It's uh, just like solar power, just like energy use. Everybody's always kind of just taking it for granted because it's always there or almost always there. And so when you go off grid, it's good to think about all these things that aren't necessarily going to be readily available. So today, like I said, we're talking about cooking. And just like in, I think, the last two episodes, I'm going to say it again. Make sure you go and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And when you do that, leave the review to, you know, like talk a little bit, you know, say say something. Um, that that makes us feel good, makes, makes Ryan really excited. Um, isn't that right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, you yeah, get that high. You pitch. haven't looked at one high pitch have you? <laughs> I yeah, guarantee right. you, he is not. Reviews are about. <laughs> I go every day just to see how many people have watched. Okay, here's the thing. I actually do update it probably once an hour, because <laughs> you know, as the one in charge of it, <laughs> I want to know that people love it. You know, uh, it's actually doing a lot better than I was anticipating. So that's really exciting. Um, so yeah, go leave that five star review. Um, make sure you go and buy a t-shirt. Just like I said in that last episode, the link was posted. Uh, it was actually posted for hats, but um, there's t-shirts and hats and all that kind of stuff. Go buy one of those on shopoffgrid.com. All right, so like I said, today we're talking about cooking. So if you don't know already, we actually do have some cooking gear, I guess you would say, um, on shopoffgrid.com, the the brand is GoSun, so we'll talk a little bit about that um, later on in the episode about how that works. But first, every week we do our fun fact. So what is the fun fact this week? You want me to read it, Keneally? We'll do a little switcheroo. You wrote it this time, and then I'll, I'll read it. Sure, go for it. Yeah, because you probably didn't read it prior to okay. us recording this. All right, here we go. <clears throat> the first recorded use of cooking using solar was invented in 1767 by swiss physicist horace benedict de saussure that sounded okay. real 
You definitely you either you either <laughs> read that. I'm a really you, good at reading. That's the thing. I read it probably like a seventh that. grade level oh, now. Man. So you practiced it. Brag. You practiced totally it. Totally practiced it. Uh, however, there are records that date back to the 1200s, which show the use of the sun to dehydrate meats, fruits, and vegetables. Now, who is this Horace Benedict de Saussure? Um, He's a physicist. Yep, yeah. He's also the founder of alpinism. You know how I know that? Because I just know. Um, you just Googled it. Is what I'm you really did. Into, what is I'm alpinism, really alpinism anyway? <laughs> what is alpinism? Yeah, what is that? I'm glad you asked. So alpinism is <laughs> the climbing of the Alps or other tall mountains. Oh. So... Wow. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what he did. He's also a meteorologist, um, general mountaineer, you might say. Um, so yeah, but also the first person to build a successful solar oven. So, so he's that's an all around badass, really. So he basically did everything. I wonder. Here's the thing. So he's he's an alpinist. He's the inventor of alpinism. I wonder if he was like, I'm up on top of this mountain right now. How am I going to cook some food? solar probably. i'm right next to the sun because you know like back then they're like the sun's probably like a mile away from me um maybe <laughs> because i'm so close i'm just gonna cook something using the sun maybe that's how it worked that's probably what happened i mean i would assume it he, he probably thought some like you would think like okay i can make fire out of the sun what if i just skip the whole fire part and just use the sun to cook you know like that that yeah, it should have crossed somebody's mind, right? Like, I don't want to have to when, create when, the, uh, this fire and then wait for the food. I could just because you can, you know, you you could use a magnifying glass and cook yourself a whole bunch of ants if you're so inclined. Yeah, I wonder if that's like what he did in the beginning. Like that was his first test or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, he could have been a psycho, just like burning little <laughs> bugs and eating them, and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna make. The George Foreman grill of solar cooking. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you do that as a kid, Keneally? Did you, you burn? No, I did that as a kid. I did. <laughs> I I'm 34. I I did that all the way up until my 33rd birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but no more. You're done. No, I just You're don't done. have a lot of time. I thought about it. <laughs> as the owner of a company, I just don't have the time anymore. No. Yeah. I don't have the time to burn bugs with magnifying glasses <laughs> anyway moving on so yeah that's our uh, that's our fun fact for the day um are you guys surprised with all of my my knowledge on it yeah it's because i, I wrote it, all Jonathan, it jonathan I assumed actually... that i did a subpar job and went through and <laughs> added stuff <laughs> yeah we were going to record this yesterday and then uh, i said well let me go through and change a bunch of stuff before we record <laughs> I intentionally uh, was trying to keep it short because we never get through the whole thing. But Okay, this is going to be a short episode. Okay, here we go. Let's move on to cooking. So, Keneally, tell us about all the different ways that people can cook off the grid. Yeah, I know that some listeners are going are gonna to tell me all the different ways that I forgot. But I, I really boiled it down to there's, there's like some pretty basic ways, right? Like propane, your standard grill. You could take that off grid. A lot of people use propane. When living off grid, charcoal, obviously, pellet grills. I put that on there because I'm still trying to get Traeger to let us sell their stuff. So if you're listening, Traeger, that one's for you. Um, 
because because really a pellet grill and a smoker are very similar things. So the next item would be a smoker, my favorite way to cook. And um, then the last one is is a cowboy grill, or at least that's what Home Depot calls the little grate that you like lower over the fire, you know, like yeah. when you're cooking. And then like you're a real cowboy. Yeah, like you're a real cowboy. And I am going to be a real cowboy and let my dog out so she shuts up. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess, actually, um, I was watching Netflix a few weeks ago, and I'm sure you guys have are both huge fans of, uh, um, what's his name? A guy from High School Musical. Oh, uh, Johnny Matt Lawrence on uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been so watching Zach that. Efron has this TV, has this new series about like re- sustainable living and all that kind of stuff. Loved it. Did you watch it? Oh, I watched the whole, I binged it. I binged the whole thing. It was yeah, awesome. I watched the episode about Iceland. Yep. And they do, if you live in Iceland, I don't know. I think back 99% of our listeners are actually in the US, but whatever. If you live in Iceland, if you go there, you can cook stuff in the ground. And it just like they like put bread in the ground and just cook it or bake it, I guess. And then like they'll put like eggs and all that kind of stuff in the ground and it heats up and they'll just like come back the next day. Yeah, but like that's it's like natural over there, right? Like wasn't it something to do with uh, it's hot springs or something in the ground? Because it's not like what they do in Hawaii, right? Like like how they make like uh, what is it, Kalua pork or whatever they call that, where they cook the pig in the ground. Yeah, this is know, uh, this is geothermal. Geothermal like Iceland's. Yeah, how does that work? Kind of, kind of known for that. Just a lot of a lot of heat under the ground, steam. Like really? All because that. like we live in Arizona, and you would think that that would be a thing in Phoenix. I mean, I know you can cook eggs on like car hoods in Phoenix, but I get it's different. It's a different type of heat. Is it just like super hot in Phoenix? But geothermal means like. How, how do you guys not know what geothermal is? We're dumb. <laughs> we, we know what it is. We have business. We're, we're we trying have business to provide listeners with the information. That's why they come to us. So we say, Ryan, what's geothermal? Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. now that I feel bad about myself. Yeah, um, so go on and... This is the part no, where... This is not like... This is not... We're gonna. This is a tangent, and we're. This is gonna be a quick episode. So, yeah, our listeners okay. and you guys can go look up what geothermal is. Yeah, <laughs> just go look it up. Why come to us? Go, go, go find it somewhere else. All right. So next, solar cookers. Have you ever? Have you guys ever used a solar cooker before? Don't you have one, Ryan? Oh, it was Kelly uh, that one. No, I, I've used them quite a few times. How, what are your thoughts? Do you like it? Yeah, they're they're great. I mean, they work really well. Um, it's just, you know, you, um, the, they've evolved quite a bit. Like the ghost on ones are really nice and, you know, really, uh, cook much faster. Um, some, some of the ones that I've used are pretty large in order to be able to cook really quickly. Um, but I, you know, we we're able to boil water in like three minutes, um, with, with one of the larger ones. And, um, they, it's just like cooking, you know, if you want to cook anything like, uh, you, you know, I know Kelly's done like, uh, her Thanksgiving meal partially in a, in a, wow, in a solar cooker. So yeah, it's, they work really well. 
She yeah. also like for for a while there. I don't I think it was last summer. She was like um, she would have her food at work, and um, she would say, "I'm going to go use my my solar oven." And for months, I thought she actually had a solar cooker outside in our parking lot, but I never went out to look. She just meant that she was putting her food in the windshield and letting the sun heat it up that way. <laughs> so, yep. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess you can consider that solar cooking. We used to do something similar in the army. We would we would cook like cake. I used to call it truck cake. Um, we would make it. We'd make it in the windshield of the of the truck while we're out in the field. So I guess that's solar cooking. It's free. It sure is. We like free. And All it right. is free. I mean, yeah. I mean, your tax dollars paid for it, but it was free to me. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing we've got here is the dehydration. So that's um the. Do you do dehydrate? Do you partake in the activity of dehydrating meats, Keneally? Oh, you know I do. Have you not had my jerky? It's amazing. Oh, I know you've brought it in a couple times to Prometheus. I haven't had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, but you know, I you, I couldn't really call the dehydrator that I use in any way off grid uh, or renewable or sustainable. It's terrible. <laughs> It uses a bunch of electricity. What um, is it? What's, what, like, it's just a little dehydrator. It's got um, it's got uh, it's basically like a fan with a little heater in it, essentially, and uh, it's got little trays, you know, like five or six trays, and then you know you set it to a you know between 130 and 160 degrees, and turn it on for five hours after you've put your jerky on all the trays there, and it just circulates air through it and uh, dehydrates the meat. So. It's kind of like an indirect way of cooking it almost, except you're really just removing the moisture. So, for example, like the older version of jerky uh, would be biltong, uh, or a way that uh, people could dehydrate meat and they would let it sit out in the sun for like a week. Um, they're typically uh, they're thicker cuts of meat, so it's not like your thin jerky that we, you would have today, but um, it works as a preservative if you remove the moisture from it. Even better if you add salt. So that's that's another way of cooking of cooking with the sun. I mean, you could use a solar generator. I mean, if you're off grid or camping, you could use a solar generator and just plug your plug yeah, your dehydrator in, in in the middle of the day. I mean, you you'd I wonder what the wattage is on on the dehydrator, like what it requires. I, don't know. I mean, it's really just a. It's probably not all that much now that I think about it. I I could go look. It's right there in my kitchen, but um, it's really just a fan and a small heater. So the, the thing that generates the heat, I would imagine, is going to use the, the most. The fan probably doesn't use very much at all. Probably similar to like a space heater. Well, space heaters use a bunch. I know during the winter here, I use mine, and ugh, it's terrible. I could probably make some biltong out of my grates on my space heater. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit more about dehydration a little bit later. Um, but first, we're going to talk about grills. So you put a little... Uh, uh, a little quote here from a very, very famous man I see, Keneally. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got a few different types of grills, right? Propane, charcoal, you know, open wood fire. You can go crazy with grills. But as Hank Hill would say, with propane, you taste the meat, not the heat. So I disagree. I love Hank Hill, but I think he's wrong. Propane is easy. I'm, you know, I I cook with propane all the time. 
at home. It's quick. You turn it on, turn it off. But uh, really, though, I, I feel like open fire with some some uh, like good mesquite in there is the best. You're going to get the best results with that. I mean, Ryan camps. I feel like Ryan's always camping and he's not working, like I mentioned before. So, Ryan, what do you when you're camping for most of your life at all times, what are you cooking with? What do you make food with? Uh, mostly on the fire. Yeah. Right on the fire. You just have like yeah. a great, are you doing like cowboy style? Yeah. I mean, it uh, depends on what we're doing. Like if we're car camping or something, then we'll have a grate and cook like uh, on a, on a standard grate. But sometimes it's easier to just like wrap some stuff in foil and toss it directly on the fire um, and just let it like slow cook in aluminum foil. Um, but like if we're backpacking, we've got um, little propane stoves, really lightweight propane uh, butane stoves that we use sometimes, like especially in an area where we can't have campfires. Um, well, that would be great, a great time to have one of those ghost sun solar cookers but those i noticed they're all they're tube shaped yeah and i haven't yeah. looked at other brands was that typical for solar cookers to have that that tube shape like that it depends depends but it, it's a pretty efficient way to do it so um yeah i think most of the like more advanced ones but you don't have to have something like that a lot of them are just a piece of glass and like a like a black box essentially um you know you can build your own solar oven they just they're not gonna work as well as uh, something like a gosun does it take longer to cook or is it is the cook time say similar if you were gonna like just not how to use your oven at home um yeah i mean it all depends on the temperature you're able to get it up to so um, I would think if you have a nice one like a Gosun, it's going to take very similar. You know, if you have something you got to pop in the oven for three fit at three fifty forty five minutes, um, uh, you can easily get that temperature with a Gosun. It's not going to be a problem. So it'd be yeah. the standard time. You know, one of the time. differences between like a standard oven and a and a Gosun is that you don't actually heat up like preheat the Gosun. Like it's you put the whatever you're cooking in there and then open it up you know and they start cooking so the it's heating up at the same time that everything's already in there you don't preheat it or any anything like you would a standard oven why is that you can't just open it up and you gotta can do you have to is it because you have to contain yeah i feel like that's probably part of it as well as like i feel like it, it works a little bit differently in terms of like pulling it out like the actual like tube that's sitting inside there like the oven would be like an oven rack almost um that's mm -hmm. sitting inside there's you don't want to pull that out when it's super freaking hot hmm. so yeah makes sense um i wonder what also what like what the price like what the cost difference would be between like getting a gosun fusion like a grill or getting your own standard grill and then using propane and then also compared to like I don't know, like using like wood. Um, so when people go off grid, we always recommend saying, hey, it's a good idea to use propane on, you know, a lot of things or as many things as you can. Would that, would, would this be another one? Or 
or what do you think, Ryan? Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Like in terms of cost savings. Um, Cause we know yeah. going off grid isn't, <laughs> isn't the cheapest thing in the entire world. So, I mean, a lot of people are trying to save as much as possible because when you buy like a ghost sun, it's, it's the idea is that you can just buy it and then that's it. You know, you don't have to pay for anything to keep fueling it because it's fueled by the sun. So, but I don't know what, what, the initial cost, you know, and that initial investment is going to be in, in terms of comparing comparing it to paying for coal or wood or charcoal or wood or anything like that. I mean, if if you okay. live in a really wooded area and you don't care what your meat tastes like, you know, you could use freaking pine needles and branches off your pine tree. It's not gonna not gonna create create the best. You know, it's not gonna add the best like smoky flavor as like a hickory or apple wood would you know but you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say that you know it's it that's a that's a dead wood is a s- sustainable product to use it's just a little bit more of a pain i would imagine you know like the solar cookers is just a sunk cost there's no moving parts really right so i can't imagine anything that needs to that would fail that you'd have to replace yeah i mean the only thing i could imagine is just that you're just like my um like something rusted maybe, you know, like the pan. Um, but that's just like if you neglect it and don't like wash it immediately or dry it, just like any standard pan that you've got in like in your kitchen. Um, yeah, I can't imagine those are harder to take care of than say like a cast iron pan, you know. Yeah. Cast iron is, it, out of all the cooking utensils I use, the, the cast iron is the one that requires the most attention. Yeah, well, this this is made out of silicone, so... They, yeah, they suggest, yeah, they suggest simply just washing it like anything else you would wash. So, um, but before we talk about the Gosun grills and cookers, we're going to jump into a little break. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, so here is the moment we've all been waiting for. We are going to be talking about the Ghost Sun Grill and a little bit of other products that they offer. So, again, we offer all of these different products on shopoffgrid.com. I'm sure this week I'll do a little post about it. I think consistently I'll just be posting on you know Facebook about each thing that we talk about just so you guys can find it easily you know why not also, i wanted to mention real quick um so you guys know we posted that youtube video of canaly kind of explaining the difference between series and parallel for battery wiring yep it has one reaction so far and it's a thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I laughed so hard. Fun fact. That that was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't know, if you haven't watched the video, go watch it. It's um I agree. It is terrible. <laughs> I edited it, which um was the saving definitely, grace, obviously. Definitely part so, of the problem. Um 
Yeah, it's got one reaction. It's a thumbs down. You know, you try and you try and create this thing where you make things as easy as possible for people and try and give them everything they need in one place. And they say, mm, nope, don't like you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. I thought uh, thought you should know Keneally. You've got Good. you've got fans out there. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about GoSun. So. We've actually been selling GoSun on the plug and play website for a long time now. Um, and they've gone through a little bit of um, development. So they used to offer this thing called the GoSun Grill, which was a big, hefty product. Um, it's about 40 pounds, 50 pounds or so. Um, this, this big thing. Uh, it didn't have the ability to work with electricity or anything, it was purely solar. Um, and then they developed the GoSun Fusion. And so the GoSun Fusion is this product that has the ability to work with solar or electricity. And so that's what's really cool about it. So um, how, like, like we talked about earlier, it's, it, it's basically this tube and it's a glass tube. And then it's got um, these reflectors that basically open up and then they're reflecting directly into the tube, um, heating that tube evenly, distributing the heat evenly so that any food that you have in there is, isn't cooking just in the center or just on the sides or anything like that. And so it's heating up this tube and it actually can reach up to 550 degrees. I feel like that's pretty, pretty wild because I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how many things actually require 550 degrees. Um, I feel like when I throw things in the oven, it's you know, 350 to 450 or something like that. So that's, um, I feel like that's, that's as much as you're, you're ever going to need. And it works pretty quickly because they actually say on, on all of all of the different products that generally, if you needed to, you could probably cook, you know, a small ish meal in as little as 20 minutes. I don't so, know how fast yours works, Ryan. The one that, I don't know what brand yours is. What, what brand is it? Um, yeah, I, I don't even know what brand it is. Um, Does it work that fast or get that hot? Yeah. yeah I mean, you're supposed they, to say no. They, well, I mean, no, it's not as good. I'm sure it's not as well, good. We as don't this. even know what brand it is. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's not as good as this, but you know, they, they're pretty simple devices. So yeah. I wonder if that's like an industry standard that it's like, it has to reach about five fifty, you know, or work this quickly or anything like that or is this just like them trying to be overachievers or or what likely can you not can you guys not think of one thing that you would need to cook at 500 degrees uh how hot do you have to cook meat (laughs) does it matter well it depends i mean you could do it you could do it like a slow cooker whatever but don't man don't don't even say slow cooker to me talking about a are you talking about a crock pot you guys have an instant pot? No. You got a crock I pot? No, I don't have a crock pot. You have an air fryer? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Air fryer. Yeah. Okay, so Get out of here. Yeah. I won't so even McKenzie, allow those in my house. Mackenzie got an air fryer for Christmas. Oh my gosh. That thing is life changing. You don't even have to go to a restaurant to get like any kind of like fried food. Like you can buy, buy frozen fries, you know mozzarella sticks wings whatever you're into throw them in there 
tastes just like a freaking restaurant. And it's not fried in oil. It's air, obviously. That's fantastic, but we don't sell those. So Okay. I mean, we're it's, going also, to. it's also called an oven. Like, I don't understand the difference. An air fryer. I cook French fries in an oven all the time. The taste, Ryan. The taste and the texture. You just anyway, get back to the you. back to the question at hand. So is, there, is there nothing you guys can think of that you cook at 500 degrees? Because as soon I as you said pizza. that, I thought I thought of one thing that what I cook at 500 degrees. I do pizza. That's you it. do pizza at 500 degrees? Okay, pizza that makes sense. 500. Oh I've been God. grilling pizzas lately. Yeah, what? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a new thing. I've been grilling pizzas, what? but as far as 500, I cook one thing at 500 degrees, and it's uh, when I make prime rib. I make like a garlic butter herb prime rib. And, uh, yep, I put that bad boy in there for 500 degrees for 20 minutes, and I turn the uh, – or, yeah, and then I turn it off and let it just sit for, like, two and a half hours while the oven cools off. Perfect medium rare every time. It's delicious. Not once have you ever offered me any prime rib. I would never cook you prime I'm ribs, but um, I have offered you jerky several times, and you've turned it down. So wow. that's never happening again. I just assume anything you offer me is going to be, like, poison. That you're I, trying to kill me. <laughs> everything I make is delicious. <laughs> yeah, but like you like put some poison poison in whatever you're trying to give me. <laughs> Just you specifically? Yeah. yeah. No, that's terrible. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Except that's maybe you're drinking water with that chlorine, like we were talking about on last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, the ghost sun's going to work, you know, just the same in terms of like how you should face it um, as like a normal solar installation. So, in all of our installations. Um, we're always saying, you know, face it south, southwest um, for being here in the U.S. Um, so, like, same thing with with a solar oven. You want to face it towards the sun. So, that's a good thing with, with these is you can adjust it to wherever the sun is. So, you don't have to just sit it and leave it. You can, you know, adjust it as the sun moves if it's something that's going to take longer than 20 minutes or so. Um, so, that's, that's going to be super helpful. They've also got this little... Um, kind of like a thermometer that plugs right into it, which is super cool. It actually, um, it's going to tell you the temperature that's inside of the tube, like inside the oven. And then you can set it up so that it's connected to your phone. And so it can actually tell you when your food is ready. That's wild. What? Yeah. It'll just send you like a little, little notification. You just like download the app or, or whatever, and, and it's just like, hey, man, food's ready. Come get some. I'm going to ask them for a sample, and I'm going to test that out on a pork butt. I wonder if that would fit in there. I don't know. I don't think the tube's big enough. Yeah, you probably have to like break it down. Well, like in the video, it's always like you, it's a good idea to break the food down as much as possible. So like if you've got like a chicken breast or anything like that, to cut it into slices or, or chunks or anything like that just to help it cook more evenly. Um yeah, and honestly, yeah, there's certain types of meats that are that are gonna go 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 good with like a gosan. You know, you'd probably want to cook some chicken, for example, in there. But really, like those bigger cuts, like a or the tougher ones, like a like a brisket or a pork butt, that's gonna be for the smokers, which you yeah. can also do. But yeah, yeah maybe gosan will come out with a smoker version of there. That would be sweet. I'm sure they they're thinking about it because. Like I said, they this thing has only been around for maybe a year and a half or two or something like that. Um, so I know they're they're always coming out with something new. They actually sell like full kitchen sets in 
like and we act we sell everything so if you want a full if you want an oven mitt or tongs we freaking got it man so just uh shop off grit.com so like i said earlier this thing works not only with solar but also with electricity so that is um there's a there's a plug that you can put into any like a dc outlet um so if you've got you know a solar generator um if you or you can buy the power bank that GoSun has <clears throat> it's a 144 watt hour power bank and that thing is going to help you cook an entire meal should you know like the sun be down or it's raining or whatever so if you get one of those you can still be cooking even if the sun isn't out and you can keep that thing charged up by a wall outlet or you can charge it with solar so if you're trying to get the whole package it would basically be you know ghost on fusion solar panel so they've got like a 30 watt solar panel foldable solar panel and the um the power bank so then you're set and and uh you're just ready to go and i think that comes in about about it's 949 on the website so then talking about like price comparison i feel like if you're going to use this for years it's a pretty darn good price of versus paying you know for propane or or whatever over the years in addition to the cost of your grill so you're going to spend more than you're going to spend more than half that you, you could you, depending on how, how much you cook man you could you could go through five hundred dollars worth of propane in just a few years i go through propane like it's going out of style because i am always cooking on things that are not inside my house i am most mostly cooking in my backyard yeah especially if you're living off grid and you take our advice of trying to have as many things on propane as possible you're probably spending lots of money on propane so might as well you know get rid of one of those things and and go with the a solar oven to cut down on that cost a bit it's one-time investment you're you're good to go so and these things i'm sure people are, are thinking like it probably wouldn't feed that many people, but they say that the fusion is able to feed up to six people. So most households, especially off grid, because we talk about like a lot of people that are going off grid is, you know, two, three people or so, this is going to work just fine for you. So um, they've even got smaller versions. They don't, they're not as fancy though. Um, there's the Gosun Sport and then the Gosun Go. Neither of those actually work with electricity. They're purely solar, but same kind of idea. It's a tube, opens up, reflects right in. You can take it on the go. Um, super, super easy to use and not expensive whatsoever. So if you're just like one person going camping or or living off grid by yourself, the goes and goes literally $139. And the sport is $219. What? That's a big price difference between those two. Or those three, rather, like from the nine forty nine price point. Well, that that nine forty nine is is solar panel, um, power bank, carrying case, and the fusion. The, okay. the oven itself is four ninety nine. So you get the panels, a cooker, and essentially a battery storage unit as well. Yeah, that that's oh. the that's the nine forty nine okay. price. If it's if you're just buying the Ghost on Fusion with nothing else with it, it's four ninety nine. Okay, that that makes more sense. That's. Nine forty nine is a is a is a good price point for all that stuff because you're getting, oh yeah, getting a a, a few different products really, in yeah, one yeah yeah, 
because like the, the the power bank itself is sold for about 200 bucks so adding in all those different things is is it's definitely nice because like i said you never know the situation you're going to be in so it's nice to be prepared um and you're going to be spending that money later on if you're using propane or whatever so it's my it's it's a good idea to just do it up front and get out of the way one of the cool things i personally would get to pair with it is the the ghost on table just because i think that's really cool <laughs> so is it a solar makes, table is that the, that's the one that looks like a beer table. pong table yeah it's literally just a table that has a solar panel on top of it it's like 60 watt table can we get one <laughs> So, I mean, can we do a video just on the? On I was looking at the site the other day, and I was like, "What? We sell beer pong tables?" Sweet. <laughs> then I realized it was a solar table. I was like, "I don't know what I would use that for, but I like it." <laughs> well, you can charge up your power bank with it. So okay. you're welcome. You can, all right, charge up your fusion. Yeah, yeah. With it as well. Yeah. What's the Ghost Sun Brew? So the Ghost Sun Brew, um, it fits inside the Sport. So it's like that medium size oven. Um, that is basically, you know, put water, coffee, tea, whatever inside of it. And then you can drink directly out of it. So you don't have to use the pan um, and then pour it into something. You just pop it right in, heat up whatever you've got, and you've got coffee in the morning. So I'm telling you, they've got all the little accessories that you're going to need. Um I'm going to email them. They need to, if they just made a smoker, they'd, they'd hit all my buttons there. Yeah. You should tell them. I know. Yeah. We sell the solar coolers too. So, I mean, you could, man. Oh yeah. Get all your eating and drinking accessories in one area, one spot, one site. Yeah. This, uh, this solar cooler that you mentioned is, is basically, you know, looks like a normal cooler, but has the, um, it runs completely off, off of a solar panel that's connected to it. So you can know you can connect a, uh, the solar table to power it. Um, it's got the battery bank inside. You can actually use the additional battery bank as well to help, uh, help it last longer. It can make ice if you want it to, which would probably require a lot of power. And it just seems like counterintuitive. You're going to make ice with quick sun. We're going to have to do a whole episode on coolers. Yeah. So we'll do that a little bit later, but just so you guys know, the Ghost Sun Chill is what it's called. So check it out. To, um, yeah. So those are that's uh that's the that's the Ghost Sun product line basically. Um, they're really freaking cool, really fun. I want one. We should honestly do a video on it. Um, maybe like a like a review, not necessarily yeah. like a how to, but like see how it compares especially like to yours ryan sure yeah yeah we could do that if we can get a following of more than one person who dislikes the video <laughs> i think we might even be able to get them to give us a sample yeah that's what you gotta you, you gotta start making reviews of people's stuff and tell them that you hate it so then that they're like oh i'm so sorry let me give you something else <laughs> you know that's how it works yeah is that how you got yours ryan yeah yeah, exactly. That's rude. Yeah, someone sent him a free. That's messed up. Someone sent him a free like fireplace or something the other day. It just showed up. Oh yeah, did you? What was that? It was my dad. My dad sent sent it. Oh, uh, okay. It's nice. Like a, we were talking about it when he was out visiting. So he's he just bought you stuff. Wow. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. Wow. 
Jesus, Holt's family is have that magic well that makes him smart. Dad buys stuff just when you mention it. <laughs> Can I send him a, an email that just says, here are things I mentioned. <laughs> Here's my address. <laughs> what a guy. Um, all right. So, yeah. Like I said earlier, we're going to just touch on dehydration for a hot second. Just to recap it a little bit. And then we're going to jump into some some situations about... Um, Situations you would use solar cooking or, or off-grid cooking. Um, all right, so Keneally, tell us the pros and cons of yeah. uh, dehydration. So, yeah, I mean, first of all, if you're in a situation where, you know, maybe you're off-grid and you don't intend to stay off-grid that long, maybe you found yourself in an emergency situation and you got to murder a squirrel, you're going to need to dehydrate that squirrel in order to keep it and feast off of its body. <laughs> But I don't a like things, this. A couple things you need to know is you gotta you gotta <laughs> hang that you gotta do it in larger chunks and you gotta hang that meat far away from from where you're where you're sleeping. All right, <laughs> mountain lion will murder you for your dehydrated squirrel jerky. Okay? I'm, I'm so confused. Uh, how? Why do you need to dehydrate a squirrel? Like I, I could understand like if you were waiting like to eat it. You can't eat it it raw, for example. And in this situation, you have broken both of your legs and your eyes, so you can't make a fire. So the only way to eat the squirrel is to dehydrate it. I've made that cover all bases. (laughs) But if you have broken legs, how are you moving around to get away from it? You fixed them. You splinted them together, and you are now (laughs) hopping away from your campsite in order to hang your squirrel. You're making squirrel biltong. Okay. (laughs) That's what they used to do in mm. 1200 BC or something. Wow. <laughs> anyway, if awesome. if you have if you have a if you have one of the EcoFlow solar generators, you could just plug your dehydrator into it and make some uh, jerky in about five hours. So, pros and cons. Your pro is you get jerky in five hours. The cons to dehydrating with the sun is you're probably going to break your legs and a mountain lion's going to steal your squirrel. So <laughs> it also takes it also takes about five days to dehydrate to the to the point where you can eat it. Mm. So it's a long but time. It works. You can. I mean, I'm never gonna make jerky that way, but you can do it. And that's that wraps up dehydration. Cool. All right. So uh last little thing we're gonna talk about is different situations that you might need to uh use solar ovens. Um so I don't I don't know if you guys watched the video that Gosun has for the fusion. I'm going to assume no, probably. Oh, I did. Um, you're lying to me. Um, they, the intro. there's actually, there's people using it literally in the car. Now to me, that sounds like a bad idea. Cause like, what if you get in a car accident and you just got hot food, like crazy hot 500 degree food, just flying around. Well, what if you get into a car accident and you're stuck and in the car die. and you get hungry? Oh, that's a good idea. That's that's something to think about. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's that's kind of like what I'm thinking is like maybe you can use it on a long car ride, but maybe like stop first and then, uh, you know, put it on the hood of the car or something. Don't do it while you're actually driving. That seems like a bad idea. Um, so you can do it on long road trips. Uh, that way you don't have to stop for food so often. So makes it cheaper that way. 
Um, obviously, you're going to use it for off-grid living or you know, off-grid temporary housing like we've talked about. Um, but one of the things we wanted to mention was emergency water treatment. Ryan, you want to talk about this a little bit? If you are uh, in a situation where you, there's a hurricane or, or something along those lines where you lose power, you might lose uh, natural gas to your house, you might lose electricity, all, all of those things, um, you could use this to actually um, treat any water um, because, you know, a lot of times during during a natural disaster like that, the water is not is not clean and needs to be treated. So this is one easy way to do that when you don't have uh, other methods of doing so. Yeah. So basically when nature takes you off grid and you Correct. weren't expecting. When you're forced off the grid, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like all these, like it's, I feel like we've said it several times, just like all of these different products that we sell. So that whether they're, they're power stations, the, the ghost sun grill, um, anything at all, I feel like a lot of them are, it's like, it's a good idea to have, even if you're not living off the grid full time or even temporary, because it's, it's a good backup plan for whatever situation. So it's like my power went out. Okay. I've got this power station. I, I have power. I can, you know, charge my phone, charge my laptops, keep the lights on, anything like that. Same idea with, with cooking. It's like, okay, I've got my, my grill. I can still use this equipment even if I don't have direct access to power. So do you have something to say about that, Ryan? Um, I was just thinking like end of the world, like situation. Right. And you know, you, there's no propane left. There's no electricity, right? You're, you're out trying to survive and you can't build a fire because somebody's going to know where you are and they're going to come shoot you. So <laughs> you have, you have a ghost on, you can cook. Nobody's even going to know you're there. Or luckily you listened episode. to this episode and you now know how to make squirrel jerky. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. So like if you have a, if you have a generator, so like we sell generators on the website just because, you know, it's a good idea to have. Isn't gasoline, doesn't it only last like a few years before it goes bad? And then you can't like use yeah. your generator anymore. Like gas. Yeah. Gasoline. Yeah. You, yeah. Even with like a stabilizer and the gasoline, it's, will eventually go bad yeah yeah so it's it, it's a good Whoa. idea to have these things that run off of solar because you know you're not relying on extra materials like gasoline propane anything like that it's like okay i've got my solar panel i've got a solar oven i've got a power station so if something happened then i've still got my bases covered so it's it, it's I mean, it's not gonna, I'm not going to say it's fine because the world just ended, you know, but <laughs> I, I'm theoretically fine, <laughs> so to speak. Um, stop laughing at me. So other situations, obviously, you can use it for camping. Great one. So if you want ease of, ease of use while having a good home-cooked meal, it's good for camping and cookouts and all that kind of stuff. So lots of... Lots of good things about the the Ghost Sun product line, the Fusion. <clears throat> like I said, the the Sport and the Ghost Sun Go are super easy to take with you. So if you are just going to to camp, those are good ones to take with you. They're super lightweight. Um, 
I mean, all of this stuff isn't very heavy, but the the sport's like seven pounds. So definitely not not difficult to to take anywhere you're going. So you guys have anything to, to add before we, we close it out? Absolutely not. Unless Great. unless you want to talk more about Bill Tong and the situations where you might need to make jerky like small animals. <laughs> this is just such a very aggressive episode. You're, like, you're going to get eaten by a mountain lion. The world ended and you just got shot because you started a fire. So I hope you guys love it. Add some context there. It's because Jonathan told us we would be coming back to that. And then during the break, I was like, I don't know what else to say about that topic. And it was so, all your fault. So. There you go. Now you got squirrel bill tongue. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. It looks like you guys really love the Tesla episode. Lots and lots of people have been listening to that one. So we, we're most likely going to revisit that topic again. Um, there's plenty to talk about with Tesla. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our different social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, go watch that YouTube video about wiring batteries. Make sure to give it a thumbs up to combat that one thumbs down we've got. Um, and again, I know we've said it a million times, but you can buy all this stuff at shopoffgrid.com. The brand is GoSun. Just go look at the different brands we've got. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to shoot us an email at info at shopoffgrid.com. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.